0: Alright, good evening everybody, this is Drink of Ages, and I am your host, John Dimon, and for the next hour we're going to be talking craft beer, talking music, talking probably some sports, there's no telling what we're actually going to get into once the beer starts flowing. Uh, man, thanks for tuning in here on Badlands Radio, ESPN 97.5, or if you are downloading the podcast or listen to it on iTunes, welcome, I, the, the actual podcast is sponsored by mm-hmm. Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. They've got a ton of beer out right now. If you never made it, by, made it by the brewery, go by there and check it out. But look for their stuff on tap. I mean, there's some They've got their Christmas beers out. They've got so many just delicious stuff out there. Christmas beers. Christmas oh, beer is good, man. Just, tis the season.
1: I'm telling you. It's so spicy. It's, it's just good.
0: <laughs> uh, what's funny is, well, let me introduce who's on the show tonight. And uh, our music guest, we have Mark Allen Atwood. Thank you, sir. Hello, that's me. And Mark's going to be hanging out with us for the whole show. And then from Farm Boy Brew Shop, Landon Weyerhausen. That's me. Back again to talk some home brewing and pretty much whatever we get into tonight.
3: I think you ran it down pretty well. Uh, brews, music, sports. It sounds like a pretty good radio show to me. Kind yeah. Of, kind of whatever. Something I'd tune yeah. into.
0: Well, we'll see how it goes. Cause typically Even sober. by Yeah, by Even the third sober, third yeah. segment, it usually starts going downhill. <laughs> Kind so. of
1: like, kind of like my my bowling and golf.
0: You know, by
3: the third
1: segment, usually it's just
3: kind of right. goes downhill. Right, peak,
0: peak about midway through the second segment, and then after that, it just falls. That's really
3: why I like to play one set. You know, because second sets are usually a little dicey.
0: Yeah, yeah. kind of like darts. Darts works the same <laughs> way as well. Yeah. All of a sudden, you start throwing some good darts, and then then you can't hit the board. And, and when so it, low goes, low.
1: it goes, it it goes bad. Yeah. And then when you wake up the next morning, your arm hurts. You're like, why does my arm hurt so bad? <laughs> Oh yeah, I threw darts last night. Threw darts. I threw them.
0: Yeah, cuz I mean, getting it's, angry. It's
1: pretty bad when we're so out of shape that we wake
3: up with sore arms from playing darts, man. I'm just saying. Hey, when you're when you take it seriously. Hey, no, I
0: understand. I understand. I Maybe mean, bowled lately have that commitment. Hey, bowled lately? Yeah, <laughs> that next day it's like well, You know, right I used side. to bowl
3: in college. I bowled a lot, which was, you know, back when dinosaurs roamed the earth. But I had a lot of fun and and uh not too long ago, I guess it was about 6 months ago, I some buddies of mine and I got together and we went out and we're going to go bowl and drink some beer. And we did. And the next morning, I thought my arm was going to fall off. <laughs> I was using a 12-pound ball for crying out loud, not even a 16. It's crazy.
0: I think 12 pounds has gotten heavier, yeah, to be honest with I, you. Yeah, I
3: really do. I think they've made 12 pounds more like 14. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's, that's kind of my opinion. It's kind of like how extra-large shirts have gotten a lot tighter. I think for some so. I think, I think you're right. Smaller. I
3: think XLs are now more like Ls. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I refuse to do the double X. I just matter of principle, just not going <laughs> to do it.
0: Uh, let's see. It's uh, don't want to forget to mention that the show is brewed up by Firestone Walker's 805 blonde L in which we're sitting here with some cans in Got front one of us. those
3: in my hand. Actually,
0: nice looking can. It's yeah. a good looking. can. Yeah. And this is a 4.7% blonde L. And, man, you know what? Let's go ahead and crack them over. You know what? I'm doing it. Sounds good. Uh, I'm that's... doing it right now.
1: We're shotgunning these,
0: right? Oh, oh too late. Too late. I already cracked. Oh, well, you know what? <laughs> just no, crush am
3: I'm, I'm, I'm actually not in college anymore. I'm not shotgunning a beer. I'm just going to drink
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, then you've missed out on a lot of fun that we've had on this show. <sighs> that's shotgunning good. some beers. It's
3: really good. Cheers, guys. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Hmm. That is some tasty brew.
0: Yeah, that is not yeah, a bad that's beer. That's really good, but I can't think of a Firestone Walker beer that I do not like.
1: That's very true. Well, very that's true. the only one that I've ever tasted, but it's
3: really
0: good. Mm, yeah, that's pretty excellent. And this beer is actually coming out in January. So that is
1: super drinkable, is what
0: that is. You drinkable. could get
3: in some trouble with that because I could drink a bunch of those.
0: Good thing. Well, at four point seven percent, yeah, you can have a few.
1: Yeah, it's definitely. It's like a little floral, malt forward.
0: You know, it's got a nice little finish to it. Yeah, definitely. Clean, no, oh, I like it. That's real easy to drink. So, 805 Firestone Walker. When you see the black cans with the white writing on it, pick up a six pack of that. You're gonna like it.
3: Looks kind of like an energy drink can, doesn't it?
0: A little bit, yeah. It's,
3: I mean, it's obviously the antithesis of an energy drink, but <laughs> I but don't it, know.
0: Beer gives me energy,
3: yeah, yeah. Well, it gives me energy to make bad at decisions, least the first but couple, I,
1: but that's okay. <laughs> after, after that, it all after goes downhill, that, yes. <laughs> Man, that's, that's true. W- that's
0: really good. That's true, but yeah, that's a good beer. So look for eight oh five from Firestone Walker, coming out in January. Uh, so yeah, man. So, like I said, we're talking with Landon Weyerhausen from Farm Boy Brew Shop, and we have Mark Allen Atwood, our music guest tonight.
3: I, I am I am the music guest. That is true. Guilty as charged. So,
0: so you know, we were kind of planning a nice little homebrew conversation, but not without naming too many names. It kind of fell off, but <laughs> that's all right. We got I'm still meeting. here. Yep.
3: I'm here. I'm ready to go. Y'all can talk all the home brew you want, and I'll drink it. And there'll be the whole
1: circle of life thing going on. I'm gonna win. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna win the competition this time. <laughs> oh, you know? you totally yeah, win. I don't have to ding in or anything. Like, I... no.
0: yeah, yeah, was pretty fun last time. Yeah, definitely. But uh, so Farmboy Brew Shop located there on North Shepherd, uh, just north of Six Ten. Good mm-hmm. little homebrew shop. You celebrate your one year anniversary. Yeah. What was that? November no. October. Mid October. Yes. Yeah.
1: We we turned it into an Oktoberfest celebration. So I had a, yeah, definitely. I had a silly, uh, semi, semi leader hosen, you know, on and, uh, <laughs> wait, wait, yeah. wait, semi leader hosen. Yeah, How do you, you know, do that? It was, it was exactly. from a costume shop. So it's like, you I know, gotcha. I'd rather have a legit leader hosen. Gotcha. You know, but it is what it is. The wife looked way better than what I did. So that's <laughs> all that really so. matters. I would hope so. But, uh, yeah, we had a good time. We had a Oktoberfest competition with the, uh, the brewers of the hood. That's the homebrew group there in the community. Um had a great time. How many people are in that group? Uh right now we've got north of thirty. Wow. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So we're we're moving on up. Yeah. We just got our t shirts in. You know, we're yeah, it's official. (laughs) Well, we've been on Facebook, so we're Facebook Uh, official. Oh, you're Facebook official. There you go. No, but we uh we got our first like basically kind of round of of uh Officers and stuff like that in, and yeah, everybody's having a good time, and that's uh, you know where we do our uh, do our events. And man, we had a cornhole competition that day, and you know had a couple of the, we had town and city out, and uh, Brazos Valley. They they came out and brought some beer and hung out with us. So yeah, it was a great day. Yeah, we had a we had a really good time.
0: Well, I was trying to haul balls over there, and well, it was the I same day there. that Brash opened. Exactly. Too. Yeah, I got there, and I was thinking I was my plan was to hang out with you guys for a little bit, then head over to Brash, and I, I don't know, you guys were closed whenever I went by there, and it's like, well, son of a biscuit. And <clears throat> yeah, so just went ahead and went over to Brash.
1: Yeah, it was all right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right when I got to Brash, uh, dead horse was playing. I'm like, cool, man, I didn't mess that dead horse. And then as I walked up, they start playing Rock Lobster and it's like, all right, I guess I miss Dead Horse. Wait, that's wait, wait, wait. Be... There's
3: a band in Houston that covers Rock Lobster? Yes. I've got to hear this. It's
0: a great cover of Rock Lobster. Dead wow. Horse is i I've metal never band. heard
3: anybody do that song. That yeah, would it's be a awesome.
0: Pretty fantastic song. I'll see if I can pull it up and we can listen to it. That would be great. Because <laughs> they do they do a great job with it. Um I mean, of course you gotta give respect to B 52s so. Well, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I'm just saying I don't even know anybody else hear... that would Contemplate playing that. Most people don't even know it. So, yeah, well, yeah. That's it's cool. definitely
0: a different version than Very the B 52s. Cool. <laughs> yeah. But still has, you know, it's a metal band, I guitar. would imagine so, yeah. Yeah. Well, Dead Horse has been around, man, for a while. You know, a while. A while. Yeah. Well, so. pardon
3: me, I'm not local, so I
0: apologize. Now, you're from the uh, Dallas area, right? Yeah, I,
3: I was born and raised in Ennis, which is about 45 miles south of Dallas. And uh, then I spent 15 years recently down in Burnett, Texas the county seat of Burnett County, over there in Marble Falls Yeah, area, I was Orlando, actually born in Fredericksburg. Very so, cool, yeah. very cool. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing about Burnett, and, and I moved down there to, to take over one of the newspapers down there, and I, I, one of the things besides playing music I've done for the last 35 years is run community newspapers. And um, I moved there down there to take a job. It was when I was during that six-year period. It was kind of in the middle of the 35 years I've been doing this music thing that I took off from playing music and i thought well this is a nice little town to raise my kids so we moved down there she went from pre-k all the way to graduating burnett high school there a couple of years ago or about a year and a half ago i should say and um it was fun you say it's a nice little area you're right geographically speaking the city of burnett is kind of a cultural black hole well you could say that about a lot of small towns you could you could you could But man, if you go five minutes in any direction from the square, you are in some of the most pretty country. Absolutely, the Texas Hill Country. My dad, yeah,
1: my dad definitely refers to that country as God's country. It's amazing. It's amazing,
3: and of course, it's just down the road, 20, what, 22, 23 miles from Lano. So I mean, you're really in the heart of the Hill Country, and some of the prettiest, and Park Road Four along. Uh, Inks Lake. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all right there. So it's really beautiful, and, and I enjoyed living down there. And now for the last two years, I've been back up in Fort Worth, which is kind of my home stomping ground. Spent a lot of time playing in the stockyards. And uh, I
0: like Fort Worth, though. I have... No, I love it's Fort Worth. Like it's the, like, the, the low-key Dallas. Yeah,
3: it's, yeah, Well, it's much cooler <laughs> yeah. than it Dallas, is It is. Bad. It yeah. is yeah. way better. And, and I grew up going down, uh, being raised in the Dallas area, I grew up going down to Austin uh, in the 80s and early 90s, hanging out on 6th Street. And that's when it was still, of course it was at the end of the cool Austin hippie era, but it was still cool. Now, 6th Street is basically just a row of shot bars and college kids and tourists, which is not, to me, I mean, I'm sure that's
1: cool to somebody, it's just not my thing. I caught the the middle of that when I was in Austin, you know, it was like, it hadn't quite Changed, but yet, it has. Now. But yeah, you could you could definitely go down see there see where still it was have, going. Yeah. yeah, still have well, a if great you time. You want to go
0: walk through a bunch of puke? That's yeah, a great well, place. Then That's your
1: exactly. thing. Get some yeah. Ropolo's pizza. You now know, the stockyard
3: is still absolutely just wonderful and cool, and it's got a great vibe. There's you can start down at the actual you know stockyards, the actual arena there, and go up two blocks, and you start at the White Elephant, and then you go up to the Longhorn Saloon, and in those two blocks there are historic bars that have been there for anywhere from 80 or 90 years to 50, 60 years. And it's just an amazing place. And there's people walking all over the sidewalks with their beer in their hands. Mm-hmm. It's it's amazing. I love the stockyard.
0: And they still do the little cattle drive through town. Yes, they still do the cattle oh, yeah. drive
3: through town. Now, having said all that, I'm about to make my newest and I expect final relocation.
0: oh we're going to hold everybody to, you know, wait for this one. we got to take a break.
1: Yeah.
3: Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. Next segment. Tea. Next it's what segment. they call a tease in the radio business, John. You know, uh, I mean. I'm, I'm just, really not
0: a radio guy. I'm just I just saying, do a radio show. am just saying that's a tease right there. So. <laughs> All right. Drink of ages. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
3: Just got back in from Lubbock, now I'm on the road again. I'm headed up to Tulsa, Lord, to play with some of my friends. Simmons on their right. Impists on the taste come on the night. So hand me down a nice cold beer. Got a few minutes to kill. Between the Skinner and singer And all the asleep at the wheel And you know you've seen me around But honey, I'm still paying my dues That's why you'll see me here Singing these honky-tonk blues Honky-tonk blues Honky-tonk blues That's why you'll see me here Singing these honky-tonk blues Played and sang and howled at the moon all night with Mike's tattooed dog. Went swimming out in the Perdon Alice, cause we was at the hog and grog. I had to keep my ex old lady from kicking drunk Pat's ass. We just sipped on that coon dog punch and we watched that week go past. So hand me down a nice cold beer. Got a few minutes to kill. Between the Skinner and the Singer and all you sleep at the wheel. Yeah, I know I've been around, but I'm still paying my dues. That's why you'll see me here singing these honky tonk blues. Honky tonk blues, honky tonk blues. Why you see me here singing these honky-toned blues. Play a little blues for you it goes like this right here. the nutty brown playing our music under the stars after the sun goes down then it's off to New Orleans you know I've got a buddy out there where there ain't no one left they want to hear him play but he just don't seem to care so hand me down a Lone Star beer I got 15 minutes to kill between sets of Chris and Willie and all you sleep at the wheel. I know you've seen me around, but honey, I'm still paying my dues. And that's why you'll see me here singing these honky tonk blues. That's why you'll see me here singing these honky tonk blues. Oh,
0: One of my favorite places to go just got better. Rudyard's Pub on Wa. You need to go check out their new tap towers. 20 local lineups, eight national crafties, eight imports and ciders, five fancy pans, specialty brews, one mead, and one cold brew coffee tap, plus a newly designed cocktail menu. Still have all your favorites on the menu for lunch and dinner. And don't forget about Chef Joe Appa's world famous monthly beer dinner happening the last Thursday every month. 2010 Wall Drive, RudyardsPub.com.
2: And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code DRINK at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code DRINK. That's D-R-I-N-K. At adamandeve.com.
0: What's up, everybody? This is John from Drink of Ages Radio Show, and a local brew for you to go out and try is from Cycler's Brewing Company. It is the 5511 Double Red L. What makes it a double? 7.9% ABB does. What makes it red? Well, actually, the roasted moss that they're used is what gives it the red color. 5511 is a medium body beer that balances well with the piney bitterness from the hops. Available in 12 ounce cans and also on draft at your favorite places. Don't forget to tune in to Drink of Ages every Friday night at 9 p.m. right here on ESPN 97.5. All right, we are back on. This is Drink of Ages. I'm your host, John Denman, and we're still talking with Landon Weyerhausen from Farm Boy Brew Shop and our music guest, been hanging out the whole show, Mark Allen Atwood. You know, we really should have
3: been uh, recording the break. That was. Uh,
0: There's always better things. That I would like to hear that the on the radio. Well, some of this stuff probably couldn't go on the radio. <laughs> that's, that's usually how it works yeah. out during the breaks.
1: Insert expletive. Yeah, it kind of, everybody
0: gets reserved, and all of a sudden it's over. It's like Tourette's. <laughs> that's usually how it goes. Just Okay, get them out now.
3: Well, you know, we've had, we've had some of this 805 now, so we're a little lubricated and feeling good. This is delicious beer. I'm going to absolutely have to have one more after I'm done.
0: It's pretty, pretty tasty. I'm very happy. But, like, again, like I said, Firestone Walker, I just I have not had a bad beer from them at all. They, they have made solid beers for a long time. David Walker... Well, uh, this is the
3: only one of theirs I've had. How much uh, do I have to choose from?
0: Well, actually, a lot. There's there's a lot, you yeah. yeah. From their staple beers, uh, the stuff you can find on the shelves, to the really rare beers that they come out with that people wait in lines for hours wow. for and trade online. and. Yeah, yeah, the crazy ones. You know,
3: beer as a hobby sounds like a really cool thing. Now that I'm not going to be doing music well, you're anymore, on the I beach. think. I th- yeah, I'm going to be on a beach. Yeah, we. Hey, did, I know somebody that you we can didn't buy get the to that yet, from. but I'm going to be on a beach, so yeah. we can absolutely do that. And
0: yeah. from what I hear, South Padre has some decent water that you could brew with. Really, really. No, I don't know that for sure. But, <laughs> I mean, but you know, if you water. throw it out there on the radio,
3: someone's going to believe it. So yeah. just say it with conviction and it'll be I true. I mean, at that
0: point, you're brewing a South Padre. So, you know, no matter Yeah, it doesn't how really it, matter. Yeah. yeah. It,
3: everything's yeah. like an oyster stout. You yep. know, it's a little
1: salty.
0: Well, <laughs> I,
3: I am moving to South Padre in, in a couple of weeks and uh, I'm really excited about it. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I'm going to go from being a guy that runs up and down the roads all across Texas and the connecting states chasing dollars and making dimes to a guy that sits on the beach with his dog and drinks and catches fish. So, and
1: apparently learns how to brew. And learns himself. how to brew because yeah.
3: now I've got some pals that are going to hook me up. So, yeah, no, it's going to be great. I'm, I'm excited.
0: I'm excited. It, it doesn't sound like a bad way to spend some days. No, it really
1: doesn't. It really doesn't.
0: I like Padre. I, it's, it's a fun place, and it's grown just a lot you over know, the last I think I've only
1: been one time to Padre.
0: Really? Yeah, how long ago was that?
1: Well, spring break, uh, maybe. Well, spring break
3: is usually the answer when I ask people that maybe, question. But maybe how long ago was that?
1: 10 or 15 well, years the, ago. Well, the reason I remember, why yeah. I ask
3: Landon is because over the last three years, just the last two and a half to three years, a lot of folks, players mostly, that I know, have moved from Austin. Because Austin is becoming a place that is not sustainable if you play music for a living, it's just, it's a, it's a, butt. or if you drive a car. Yeah, or if you drive a car, it's just a butt kicking. Or if you breathe. Or if you like <laughs> to get up in the morning and breathe, yeah. And so a lot of folks have kind of relocated to other places, and several of the folks that I know have moved to and brought their art with them to South Padre. So in just the last one to three years, it's become this place where there's, for the first time ever in my lifetime, and I'm 53, there's a burgeoning music scene down there. And all these artists down there, and there's like art festivals and music festivals. It's really becoming much more than because you know the tourist thing is only sustainable about seven months a year, and the other you know from what March to September or something like that. But mm. but the other months of the year, there's now things to do because the locals have brought this art culture, music, and art there during the off seasons, and that's one of the things that attracted me about moving down there.
0: there are any breweries?
3: That's an excellent That's question. I'm, we should find out. I'm yeah. sure they're.
1: I'm sure if they're not up and going, they, they will be they will in two be. weeks. Yeah. Yes, they I think. <laughs> I think the last number that I heard in Houston was something like forty, just yeah, in Houston. Houston. <laughs> yeah, like which just is what three hours from no in Padres? Houston. No, I'm like, saying yeah. three oh, hours yeah.
3: from Padre. So let's just move some of those over. There.
0: There. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I'm sure some of them are probably closer to hey, yeah, closer to that direction. Yeah, yeah exactly. I think
0: McAllen. I believe they have a brewery. And and there's so
1: many I can't keep them all straight anymore.
0: Yeah, I'm sure there's. there's it's an a awesome lot. time because
1: yeah. there's going to be a ton of really strange and different beers, you know, that are going to come out in the next couple of years. But yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens. You know,
3: a little beach brew sounds like a good idea to me.
0: I think uh, South and Padre in Island Brewing Company. Words of Doc
3: Holiday, I'm your Huckleberry. Let's do this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think we. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I could settle down there pretty easily. I'm not going to lie, I, I enjoy that place. And basically, I just get the kids summer passes to uh, Schlitterbahn. And there you go. Uh, there you go. You're done. They're good to go. Let's go play.
1: Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Of course, yeah. I'm used to the original Schlitterbahn. New oh the
0: yeah. Bambles. New Bambles. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. We so you go to the other you one. You can't like, really beat yeah. a water park that's
1: built on the Guadalupe River. You
3: really. Yeah. I mean, you just can't beat that. No, you really can't. And as
0: much fun <laughs> as the one in Galveston is, that water's warm. Yeah. And that warm swimming water... Is you know, there's something got you about warm way. water yeah, with hundreds and hundreds of people yeah, in it that kind yeah. of creeps me out a little At bit. At least I'm it with fends off that. jellyfish. That's true. <laughs> 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 yes, <you won't>. <laughs> That, that <laughs> might have been
1: one of those conversations that we did not
0: <laughs> See, record. now, I wanted that during the
3: break <laughs> <laughs> to be on the air, and now it was uh, outstanding. Good job, Good job, Landon. Good job.
0: Yeah, uh, hey, we're talking with Landon. <laughs> Wire from Farm Boy Brew Shop. And we have Mark Allen Atwood, because tonight you're actually you know, just playing some acoustic stuff, which... Yes, sir. Which, I mean, I was reading a lot of different things about you. I mean, you started off, like you said, like 30 years ago.
3: 35 years ago, 35 1980, years
0: ago. yes, sir. And I
3: started off playing all the acoustic, uh, singer, songwriter, folk uh, strongholds up and down Greenville Avenue in Dallas, and uh, I did that for a few years, uh, had a couple of country bands, and then... The wonderful 80s came around. The the wonderful late 80s to mid 90s came around and I had long hair and a high powerful voice and some friends said, "Hey, we're doing this uh you ever heard of Guns and Roses? We're doing this uh hair metal stuff. You want to come sing?" I'm like, "Well, you know, heck, it sounds like a good time. Let's try it." From 87 to 97, I traveled around as the long-haired singer of two different metal bands. One was Wildchild, one was Wasteland. Uh, Wildchild had a good local Dallas-Fort Worth draw, and then Wasteland had a good regional draw. We went on tours with Doc and Great White and Tesla and Zach Wild and Vince Neil when he wasn't with the crew and Slaughter and King's X. I mean, we you know we did the whole you know wanna be rock star thing, and it was wonderful, and and I don't regret any of it. It wasn't really. The kind of music that I grew up as a kid writing and singing and playing it was a grand departure from my acoustic, you know, singer songwriter stuff. Um, But I'm not going
1: to regret any of it because it was a really—that's
0: what I was. It was a really,
3: really good time. I, I
1: wish I, you know, I'm I'm young enough where I wasn't. Like, but you know, you know I, those I really bands know that I'm talking about, right? Uh, yeah. Kind of, kind of yeah. yeah. I mean, like, you know, I was born mid 80s, okay. So, you know, I, I I was pretty young. So it was your parents' music, essentially. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. my parents are just you know, small town Texas. Okay, fair enough. You know, they're. I mean, to this day, when we go home all over holidays, it's nothing but the Duke, like nothing but westerns on that's TV. Right. You know, nothing with but that. country music, yeah. and I grew up with. you know that's that's just how it is. But uh well, and you know, it was yeah, a departure I, uh, for know. me too, Landon, because
3: I had already been doing music on stages across Texas from the time that I was eighteen in nineteen eighty. That was more of the seventies cosmic cowboy movement that was coming out of Austin, the Jerry Jeff Walkers, the Steve Fromholtz, the you know Willie and all that stuff. Willie, I know Willie. Yeah, there you go. There's a name, <laughs> hey, you know? I got that. One. But then this 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 hair metal, which is what they call it now. We didn't call it that then. We just called it metal. Uh, this this you know, metal band stuff came along, and I, I, as it turns out, I had the voice for it, and so some some friends of mine said, hey, come do this, and boy, it was a, it was a great, surreal, alcohol-fueled ten years, and it was a lot of fun, and I, you know, I had a great time, and I don't regret any of it. I'm glad that I... Lived through it, so you survived. Yeah, yeah. So, and some of my friends, you made didn't. it to the other side. Yeah. And and now I, for the last ten years, I've been doing. Well, when you when you watch this.
0: some of those some of those old videos, like you're saying, uh, there all there are just it looks like just a bunch of big haired women everywhere, mm-hmm. and that's how I picture this. You know, back you say that like be, it's a bad thing. I love big haired women. All, man. Yeah. No. I mean, <laughs> like, man, it seems awesome. So so now that it's been that long, you know, the statute of limitations is <laughs> <it's> over. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. What what's the what honestly. Was the craziest thing that you can actually talk about that you were part of or witnessed or? Well, I, you, you, know, told you, this, you told me that this.
3: You told me that the show is uh, syndicated and goes out on terrestrial radio, so I have to be a little cognizant of that and, and a little careful.
1: Just a just one slight my, restraint. Uh, yeah,
3: uh, one of my favorite stories, and, and there's a bunch of them. There's several that I'm not going to tell, even if it was on internet radio, because I don't want to incriminate myself. Uh, But one of my favorite stories is we did two tours with, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Zach Wild. Uh, Zach currently has a band called Black Label Society. He was uh, Ozzy's guitar player for many, many, many years. And he had a couple of bands of his own and several solo tours when he wasn't playing with the Ozzy Osbourne band. Um, I happen to think that Zach is the finest guitar player in the world. Uh, I mean, there's a couple of jazz greats that I can name that I'm really fond of, but I think Zach is the most gifted guitar player in the world. We had the opportunity to uh, do tours with him when he was on his uh, very first solo tour, which was the Pride and Glory tour, and then his second, which was the, called the Book of Shadows tour, which was more of a, a down-tempo, acoustic record with him and his friend um, Nick. And, and we had a great, great time on both of those. And um, one night we were in Lubbock. And you
0: know we I were saw a lot of bad stories start. One oh, night, we, yeah, were one night we were in Lubbock. I was <laughs> waiting
1: for the for the key line. That's like one night. Th- well, we were drinking. Well, yeah. we were we were sitting on a tailgate in a in an abandoned Dairy Queen parking lot. Well, sometime we were, when know, we're
3: sometime <laughs> when we're not on the air, I'll tell you about my Rick uh, Rick Ric Flair story. <laughs> Woo! I'll tell you about my Rick Flair story that is from Lubbock as well. But anyway. Um, I love that guy. He's great. Yeah, anyway, so yeah. we're. Well,
0: hey, Mark, let's tell you what, man. We got to take a quick okay, break. Okay, take a quick break. Cliffhanger. Wait, yep. Cliffhanger. Tease. It all started in Love It when we get back. Lovett. Drink of to stay tuned.
3: Speaking your mind these days won't get you very far. It only brings you closer to folks who think like you. And hating your fellow man for being different than you are is the number one cause of tearing this world in
2: two.
3: I'm a peace-loving redneck, and I'm a hippie in a hat still dumb enough to think. That love thy neighbor is where it's at. And if there's a man upstairs, and he's looking down from above, I bet my life he'd like to see less strife and a little more love. Just a little more.
2: all around
3: the world folks are closing up their ranks. I'll keep ours with us and keep yours away. And anything else, no thanks. And further and further and further we get from each other every day. Not sure what the point is. We're all dying the same damn way. I'm a peace-loving redneck and I'm a hippie in a hat Still dumb enough to think that love thy neighbor is where it's at And if there's a man upstairs and he's looking down from above well, I bet my life he'd like to see less dry and a little more love Just a little more love. Well, love ain't just a concept. No, it ain't a Hallmark card. It's not decorations once a year you stick in your front yard. No, it's reaching out in your own town to a scared or hungry kid. It's not a bracelet asking what we do. It's exactly what he did. I'm a peace loving redneck, and I'm a hippie in a hat. Still dumb enough to pray that love thy neighbor is where it's said And if there's a man upstairs, and he's looking down from above.
0: Hey, beer friends. John Didman from Drink of Ages Radio Show here. Coming to our area from California's Central Coast is Firestone Walker Brewing Company's 805 Blondale. Light, refreshing, with an ABV of 4.7%, 805 is a versatile beer with a touch of hops and very clean finish. Look for the black and white cans or you can find it on draft. You want to try a badass beer? Then get some 805 Blondell from Firestone Walker. Listen to Drink of Ages Friday nights at 9 p.m. on ESPN 97.5 FM. for your branded merchandise keep it local like we do let the badasses at Cash Branding the official merchandise sponsor of Drink of Ages kick your branded merchandise and apparel up a notch give them a call at 855-376-7638 or check them out CashBranding.com Drink of Ages we are back from our break still drinking some of this 805 from Firestone Walker it's It's delicious I gotta say this stuff
3: is really pretty good I'm not
0: gonna lie so Mark, we were talking about uh Fort Worth stockyards yes, sir. and Which know, I how, love. how badass you know the hill country is. Yes. Ink's Lake, uh, was it Devil's Hole?
3: Devil's water and hole. Yeah. Yep.
0: Great cliffs to jump off of. Mm-hmm. It's a whole lot of fun. Brewing beer. Brewing some of these different beers, nice. uh some of these Bavarian styles. I was reading some somebody. Yeah, you know, I, I, I hate reading Facebook forums. I mean, all these message boards and stuff. And so, I really don't even want to give us any. Any, I'm not even going. To, I'm not even going to talk about it because uh, I don't even give them. You've anything. already started
3: down that road. Man, Come on, give us, how, give us something here.
0: Basically, uh, Texas breweries are not making a good Hefeweizen.
1: Well, there's Hefeweizen no uh, is it's it's whoever's drinking it. You know. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason that there's what four more than four there's like what five or six different Hefeweizen yeasts from just two companies right there's a reason that there's so many because some people like more clove and banana some people like less some people you know like somewhere in between you know it's just it's kind of all over the place so you know Hefeweizen is pretty uh, I, I would say it's you know it's a personality of the person that's brewing it whoever I mean that's that's why homebrew is so awesome because if you like a Hefweizen it's really, you can it really to, heavy. Yeah. yeah, whatever your flavor is, man. You just you do it. That's the way you do it. Um, so it's really hard to say, you know. And I, me personally, I'm not. I'm just not a big Hefweizen fan. So really, there's but, a movement out there of people that are saying that there's no t-
0: good uh, Texas right, Hefweizen? Right now, uh, the the beer culture in Houston is just they're confused. Full of <laughs> a bunch of a-holeries. Okay. And, All right. All right. Yeah. They're just they're I like learning. That.
1: They're learning and they're at the point where they know enough to get themselves into trouble.
0: Enough, yeah, enough to parrot what somebody else said. And, yeah. and it's usually, and but, isn't that the, be, but
3: isn't that the culture we live in as a whole these days? Mm, it yeah. is. It, it definitely
0: crosses. And I'm not different talking different about industries. beer culture, oh, I'm no, talking no. about yeah, yeah. just in general, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, no, you know, don't have your own opinion. Listen to somebody I mean, else there's say.
3: a reason why some goofy sayings become popular, and that's because there's truth in them, like the Goofy saying, well, I saw it on Facebook, it must be true. Well, you know, I mean, that's the culture that we live in. Yeah, that's so. true.
1: Sad, but true.
0: Yeah, but Hefeweizens, uh, they're actually, in my opinion, one of the easiest beers to make.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, your, your fermentation temperatures, you don't have to necessarily be, you know, really cool, especially in Houston. That's a good that's thing. A good thing. You, know, <laughs> you don't have to have that control over it, and, you know, the yeast really survives and thrives at... At that level, and the and the recipes are really simple. I mean, you're talking most of them are like, what, 50-50 wheat and barley, and you just kind of go from there. There's not a lot of hops in the way, and I, you just kind of let, you, the, would let you it Would you say work. that
3: the learning curve on that is – the learning curve on the Hefeweizen is slightly more navigable than
1: – all The learning curve on all beer, I mean, it's like casserole. Beer is like casserole, so you just – Ooh, it's, it's like kind of like you you have a whole bunch of ingredients but you know you just kind of change the ingredients a little bit but you know that you're going to put it in the oven at 350 for an hour like it's the, it's kind of the same thing i mean well i mean maybe put it in 325 for an hour or whatever but i mean all the the process of making beer is mostly the same um with a few few differences here and there but home brewers keep it pretty simple uh, in general, but yeah, I mean, the learning curve for Heffweisen is not any different than you know what a learning curve for a pale ale or anything else would be. Well, this is a learning curve for me. That's why
3: I'm asking mm-hmm. these questions. I'm yeah, a new
1: so I know I'm... I'm really, really experienced
3: in drinking beer. <laughs> uh, not so much in making beer. So I'm I'm intrigued. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm
0: intrigued. We're talking with Landon Weyerhausen from Farmboy Brew Shop here in Houston and Mark Allen Atwood, our music guest tonight. Uh I I brewed a half a wizin and we were we kegged it and we're drinking on it in ten days. Really? I mean, it, it was nice, fast. Fast turnaround. Very wow. fast turnaround. Wow. It was good. But then I brewed another one and I wanted it to be really funky. It was my bubblegum wheat. Oh uh, yeah. And I just let it sit out there and just get get bad, like eighty five yeah. degrees, ninety just degrees. Just Baked it, yeah. And it tasted like bubblegum. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Yeah, it was it was a weird beer, but it was good. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. It's funny how you can coax those different flavors out. You know, the same strain of yeast, but you know, a little few degrees either direction, you know, really affects how the end product will come out. And you know, they, when the yeast gets stressed just a little bit, they they tend to like it more as far as hefeweizens are concerned. So let me ask you this: as a noob,
3: is there a is there a, a snobby or not snobby kind of take on the fruity? Because that's become super popular in, in, you know, craft beer culture. And, and by craft beer culture for Joe Sixpack on the street, I mean you go to your local grocery store and you see the fancy beers that they have sitting out. And the whole fruit beer thing has just exploded over the last five years that I've noticed. Is there a take that, that home brewers and craft brewers kind of have? Yes, this is a cool thing. Ooh, I don't like that. That's a terrible thing.
0: I think the 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 one that
3: do they look down on
0: that or only pumpkin beers for some reason? (laughs) Well, that's because there's too much pumpkin everything. I I know, but this year you see, I like pumpkin everything. I I could eat pumpkin pie for breakfast every day. I could too, but
3: pumpkin everything wears me out. Right, right. But pumpkin
0: beers just kind of came one of those things this year where it's like, oh no, you know, pumpkin beers suck. It's like pumpkin beers range from barely any pumpkin to ridiculously nutmeg, cinnamon. Right. Or
1: yeah, just straight pumpkin with no spices. You right. know, they're just using the pumpkin for hmm. fermentables, and you know maybe just a, a hint of spicing at the end. And you know that's more my that's my end of it. I don't like really heavily spiced beers, but some people love them. You know, well, I guess I mean,
3: my question is, I got turned on to the like the the berries and the ap- apricot. Well, I think that, it's like I think that. it's About kind of an American market an, sort yeah. of thing. Is that, you know, is that an yeah. Yeah. I mean everything for
1: us just tends to get sweeter and. Uh, Not necessarily sweeter, but you know that sugar junkies pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you know, the fruity aspect kind of, kind of clicks the sweet receptors in your head. Like you're not tasting sugar, but it does taste, you know, fruity and sweet. Well, that so.
0: and then um, one one big like a lot of brews now are making sour beers, and they're adding fruit to that. Okay, so you're getting cranberries, blackberries, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, peaches. peaches, yeah, yeah, whatever Water, you. Can well, buy. what made yeah.
3: me ask that question as an uninitiated non-craft beer aficionado was my first Heffenweizen I ever had several years ago was a pyramid apricot, mm-hmm. and that was what introduced me to to that style of of brew. So that's why I was curious if that's something that people are down with, they look
1: down at, you know. No, people don't really look down at that sort of thing at all. I mean, I did uh pomegranate like blonde basically. It just oh, did wow. kind of a blonde, you know, we call it a smash recipe. So it's like single malt, single hop, you know, just a very basic recipe. And then I split it in half. So I had five gallons here and five gallons here. And in half of it I added, you know, like almost a gallon of uh, like fresh pomegranate juice to it. Ooh, nice. And the other half I didn't, you know, and it, the, the sugar's going to ferment out. Sure. You know, you're not tasting the sweetness. It shouldn't be, like, syrupy sweet. But you do get some of that, some of a little bit of that fruitiness from it. Um, and, you know, the color and different things like that. But, yeah, I mean, there's so many different things you can do. Well, I play country music for a living.
3: Or at least I have up until two weeks from now when I retire and move off. But... Um, I am around people all the time. Are, I ain't drinking no fruity beer, man. Give me a Budweiser. I'm mean, like, you don't know what you're missing. These are some really delicious. To me, brews. to me personally, like a
1: Bud Light tastes fruity.
0: It does taste fruity. I mean, it's, I it's guess really I can like that. It's, I don't I mean, really
1: drink enough Bud Light to well, know. Well, I mean, I, you know, I don't <laughs> have one very often. But if somebody like, hey, here's some free beer, you know? Okay, yeah, I'll take it. You know, and it I is taste that like my favorite flavors. I, I forget how fruity it really is. Just the overall flavor of it. And then when you think about that compared to some of the homebrews and some of the beers on the market, you know, even some of the fruity beers aren't as fruity tasting to me as what that would be. Really? Yeah. So it's like, well, maybe this has been around for a lot longer than what people think. They think it's a new thing, of, but no, really that you know, that fruity that is, quality yeah. comes from the yeast, you know, that or yeast.
3: Because if whatever you're not focused on that, it. you're just drinking and you're not looking for that for that profile and yeah, so. Definitely. I'll
1: be
0: doing yeah, definitely. Yeah, I don't know. I drink Bud Light. I haven't had one in a long time, but I remember it tasting a lot like peanuts. Well, so, you I bet you're going to say.
3: There's going to say drink <laughs> I say When I'm out and about, I'm drinking this 805 now, but I walked in with this, and this is what I drink when I'm when I'm out and about. So I'm not all that picky when it comes to cheap American domestic lagers. I'm Pretty easy to please. This, yeah. this 805, though. 805, speaking, of, really good. speaking of,
0: that is very, no, I'm, very nice. No, I'm
3: serious. This is delicious. If they if they have it where I'm going, I'm going to get it.
0: Uh, you'll, you'll see I it out there. I bet they will. All right, let's take another quick break and uh, grab another pint. Drink of Ages. We'll be right back. Our friends up at Southern Star Brewing Company have a fantastic IPA out right now. Honesty of Reason is a limited release available in 12 ounce badass cans or on draft. This tasty IPA is 6.8% and will not leave you disappointed. The Simcoe and Amarillo hops give honestly a reason exactly what you need from an IPA, a punch in the mouth of citrus and pine. Also, don't miss the Black Crack release party happening at the Old Brewery, November 21st. It's going to be the last party at the Old Brewery. Got to get there. SouthernStarBrewing.com. Drink of Ages knows that craft beer fresh from the brewery comes in kegs, not bottles or cans. If you're not going to a bar tonight, take home a Growler, 64 ounces of kick-ass craft beer. At Growler's Beer and Wine to Go, they fill your Growler with a revolutionary system that keeps oxygen out and all the fresh, delicious goodness in. Keep your favorite beer fresh
3: for an entire year, assuming you don't open it and drink it. The freshest craft beer in Houston is at Growler's Beer and Wine to Go, 1005 Wall Drive.
2: Hops are sexy. Welcome back, Craft Brew lovers, to Drink of Ages.
0: Uh, we're back on for our, unfortunately, the final segment of this episode of Drink of Ages. and yeah, we I could do this all night. I know, man. That's is, this is a good time. We're sitting around drinking beer. As yeah, long as we, we don't
1: leave have... the last segment on a cliffhanger, then we're good. <laughs> yeah, right? uh, to be continued. Because yeah. 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 will be here next week. <laughs>
0: so we have to go to Padre to finish the story. <laughs> and You know what? I'll be all right going down to Padre. Yeah, I no, I'm
3: cool with it. Y'all, y'all come down. We'll, we'll make it happen.
0: Yep. Landon Weyerhausen from Farm Boy and Mark Allen Atwood, our music guest, still in the studio. Uh we just poured some black crack from Southern Star Brewery. This is delicious. I'm, yeah. I'm
3: asking Landon, is that more coffee or more chocolatey? And he says yes. <laughs> yeah,
1: definitely That's
0: correct answer.
1: <laughs> uh, with a whiff of bourbon. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, you ain't kidding. That does have a whiff of bourbon in it.
0: Well, let's um, let's get to uh, what we're talking about. So the story story. So this begins. one
3: night in Lubbock.
0: It's one night in Lubbock.
3: We had uh, this was our second tour go round with uh, Zach Wilde who was, uh, for those that just tuned in, didn't listen to the last segment, was the guitar player for Ozzy Osbourne for many, many years. Still is occasionally and and was long after this tour happened. Um, we were in Lubbock, and uh, we'd done some shows with Zach already, but of course, we were the regional whipping boys. You know, we were nobody. We got to open the show and play in front of thousands of people, and that was cool, but trust me when I say they didn't buy their tickets to come see us. They, you know... We're there to see the headliner. So we're thinking, you know, this is great, it's wonderful, we get to sell a lot of merchandise, we make some new fans, but the stars don't really know who we are, and, and we'd been through that before with several other big-name bands. So we do our set, it's a great set, probably 3,000 people in the room that night, um, out at the Depot Warehouse in Lubbock, which is no longer there, probably for good reason. Um, <laughs> And we uh, we leave, and Tumbleweeds they, took it out. <laughs> the tumbleweeds just knocked it right out. And we had this room above Stubbs, which was the original Stubbs barbecue in Lubbock. Uh, and of course, now there's a famous Stubbs in Austin, but this is the one in Lubbock, which, which started the whole craze. It's no longer there. Um, and Mr. Stubbs was from Lubbock. Anyway, so there was a little apartment, which, you know, if you want to hear some stories, the stories that apartment could tell... But they used that to house the traveling opening acts because they didn't pay the opening acts worth crap. I know I was one. And they would give you this apartment to stay in while you were in town. So we do our set. You know, we're like loading up and listening to a couple of Zach's songs because we were all big fans. But then we split. And we're like, yeah, well, you know, it's Zach. He's a big rock star. So we went up to our room across the parking lot. And we're up there drinking. In Lubbock? Mostly. Drinking. Mostly, 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 just mostly. That's what, that's what
0: people did back in those days. Yeah. Just sit around and drink a lot. Especially in the 80s. Mostly. Just drink. That was it.
3: Just drink. That's all we did was drink. That's it. Nothing else. Just drink. And uh, so we were mostly drinking. And after about, I guess, two and a half hours, which would have been time for him to finish his set and load up, we get a knock on the door and I open the door and it's like my biggest rock star, guitar playing, idol himself, Zach Wilde with his road manager right behind him, and Nick Cantonese, his other uh, duo bandmate with him, and he's holding a cooler and says, can we come in and party?
1: That's where you just take the cooler.
3: I'm like, dude, (laughs) you're my hero. Can you come in and party? Let me carry this. That was the first time I ever saw Heineken in cans. Oh, wow. He had a cooler full. He brought his own sandwich fixings and a huge cooler full of Heineken's. He's like the best party guest. He's like the best guest ever. Yeah. And we sat in the living room of that little apartment above Stubbs Barbecue and played Eagles songs and James Taylor songs till the sun came up. This is one of the world's most premier guitar players sitting on the couch in my room providing me his beer, playing classic cover songs till the sun comes up. One of the best moments of my life. Sounds like awesome, and Man. certainly a clean enough story to tell because we were only mostly drinking. Mostly <laughs> drinking,
1: yeah, just mostly drinking.
0: Yeah, actually, that's a great story. No, it's a it, it's a wonderful
1: story. It was a wonderful night. So
0: I was expecting more topless women than there's more plenty of those. I'm not going to get into yeah. them. Trust
3: me, I'm not. I'm not holding I'm back on you. There's plenty of those. But
0: that's what I you know like something about like the movies in the '80s. I remember as a kid, my dad would let me watch pretty much anything, which you know. That's what made me as well-rounded person as I am today. So my dad let me watch all these movies. But it just seemed like... So you're saying topless women made you well-rounded? Of course. No, I like yeah, it that. Helped. No, that's good. But there I'll was always... That. It was like in the, all the 80s. You could always... Somebody was always doing cocaine, and there was always just random boob shots. And pretty much every movie made in the 80s. I don't know what... And, and
1: somebody was pushing the hair out of the camera. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, yeah. Was, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's, it's funny about the
0: '80s. Hey, you know, don't you I was, judge
1: me. I have the same hair now that I had then.
3: Okay, yeah, it's, but
1: it's it's very nicely, <laughs> nicely, yeah, looker than you know, most. I put
3: product yeah. on it. You
1: know, I'm working it. I'm working it. <laughs> you know, being born in the mid '80s, like when the when a lot of these movies come on, I'm like, oh yeah, that's an awesome movie. You know, I used to watch that when I was a kid. Like, and then you great. watch it, you're like, yeah, but oh, then, this is not really, you know, a great yeah. Movie. Well, now, well, <laughs> that too. But when you actually look at the, you know, the info on the movie on the DVR or whatever, you're like, you know, made in '82, and I'm like was before i was born why do i remember this movie so much you know but i guess it had just gotten to tv it was by probably that on point. tv yeah. a lot when you were a kid yeah, yeah you know I mean, kind of like you. for me it's the
3: wizard of oz and charlie brown christmas i mean you know it was every well, year charlie brown christmas is everybody <laughs> okay. All right. that's, yeah, that's, 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 that's universal a why
0: is mine bachelor party <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen i think we know what's wrong with john it uh, could be he was just could mostly be. drinking <laughs> he was mostly drinking <laughs> Well, so Farm Boy Brew Shop, uh, man, if you haven't bought a Christmas present yet... Definitely, come and see us. If you bought one that you regret, or if you have something you want to for go all trade it for something For my friends in, in Houston better,
3: that are listening to this, trust me, home brew and craft brew for Christmas is a great idea for me. It's fantastic. I'll give gift. you my address. Definitely. <laughs> we do gift certificates. This is a great idea. That's what plan. I tell most
1: people, like the wives come in, or the husbands come in, because the wives are brewers, or whatever it may be. And they're like, okay, well... You know, my significant other, or friend, or whatever—they're like they're, they brew at home. Mm-hmm. What can I get them? I'm like, well, what kind of brewing do they do? Well, I don't know, but it tastes good. I'm like, how about, <laughs> a, how about a gift certificate? You know, like, you do they brew five gallons at a time? Do they brew twenty? Well, they brew a lot. Is you it five gallons yeah. or yeah, yeah exactly, exactly? You know, so it's like, well, if you don't really know what to get gift certificate i guarantee most of the brewers out there are very particular about what they use and how they use it and what they are looking to move into as far as equipment's concerned so yeah definitely uh definitely come on out and we do have all the uh all the the regular basic kits to get you started and uh definitely you know we did we did start a for a christmas yeah, present for we myself, did start a new yeah. policy at the shop that if you're going to be there for more than 30 minutes asking questions that you do bring beer but definitely, definitely that sounds fair definitely yeah. that sounds fair we if i'm wearing can, you out with yeah. questions i should provide you definitely with beer. but we can and we'll answer all sorts of questions and we will hash out whatever it is and like i tell a lot of people we'll
0: get you squared away farmboybrewshop.com for the website
1: definitely uh, it's
0: easy yeah easy to remember and of course mark allen atwood yes sir man uh Congratulations on a great career in music. Thank you. Uh, Thank covering you. all kinds of different genres, playing a lot of different stuff I've with some badass people. have had a great time, we I've had a great time. Uh, I, I will definitely come visit you during your retirement do. in South Please Padre do. and hang out and we can drink some beer together. Oh, there is a Padre Island Brewing Company. Oh, did you? I oh, yeah. yeah that. Outstanding. Okay, it's yeah. a brew pub, so maybe you can actually get beer and food there. Maybe a, so crowler? Works maybe a crowler A crowler, a <laughs> Yes, the illustrious <laughs> crowler. Yeah, the illustrious leaky crawlers. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, hold yeah, a story. Yeah, yeah a story definitely. Uh, but yeah, man, appreciate you guys coming on. No, thanks for having me, man. I've had a good time. I appreciate
3: it. Good, I've learned definitely. a little bit too.
0: Yes, man, this, is, yeah. this is an educational show. Absolutely. Oh, of course. Or, yeah. Yeah. PBS. We just mostly drink. We're trying to learn you something. By the
3: way, I hope I've. Added mostly drink to the drink of ages lexicon. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's very usable. You you guys knock yourself out and run with it. It seems like something you can use a
0: lot. All right. Well, Mark, uh, you're listening to it here in a few minutes live yes, at the Firehouse Saloon, world famous Firehouse Saloon. Yes, absolutely. And man, looking forward to that. And Landon, of course, always good to have you on as well.
1: Yeah. Thanks for having me. Glad I could make it out.
0: Unlike uh, all those I other like people. Some other guys, uh, oh well. <laughs> Well, real quick, want to tell you something that's going on around Houston that you need to go to, brought to you by Houston Press. They are excited to host the 8th annual Artopia Saturday, January 30th from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. at 2101 Winter Street. It is an evening of culture, fashion, art, music, and food. So, one out event features live music, fashion shows, dancing and performances, and that's not the black crack talking. Mostly drinking. <laughs> I don't <know>. this black <laughs> mostly crack is pretty talking. Drinking black crack from Southern Star Brewing Company. And mostly Go out there drinking and get for you, the rest of the night. Yeah, a nice little sixteen ounce can of that. Uh, but yeah, cocktail and beer sampling, and they also award local individuals or organizations that have made an impact in the local arts community with a mastermind award. Each winner receives a two thousand dollar check from the press. HoustonPress.com. Get more information on that. Like I said, Artopia happening January 30th. But yeah, you can listen to the podcast sponsored by Buffalo Bay Brewing <laughs> Company by going to DrinkOfAges.com. Be on the lookout. Like I said, with the Firestone Walker 805 Blonde L that we've been drinking delicious, delicious, delicious
1: beer. It beer. is amazing. Yeah,
0: it's it's yeah. a pretty phenomenal beer. Be on the lookout for that and get you a six pack. Back next week, Live Firehouse Saloon. Merry Christmas, everybody out there. Hope you all have a great time.
1: Thanks for having me, man. Merry Christmas, everybody. Definitely watch out for those tumbleweeds. That's your (laughs) cliffhanger.
2: Thanks, everyone, for listening. Be safe, Houston, and support the craft beer industry and your local homebrew supply store.